Go Sweat, I'm Jack Brady, and this is The Sweatcast, the weekly podcast that provides industry knowledge about the latest trends in the world of sport and fitness. Okay, welcome back for another edition of The Sweatcast. I am your host, Jack Brady. With me is the co-founder of Go Sweat, Alex Hind, and our special guest today is Bing Shi Wang, and she is a Pilates teacher and the owner of Bing Pilates. So welcome to the podcast. We're really excited to have you on today. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no problem. So why don't you just start off by telling us a little bit about yourself and sort of how you got into Pilates and uh, how and where you are today in terms of your journey. Sure. Uh, I have been teaching Pilates for several years in London. I trained in London as well, in Trinity Laban, the famous dance school, contemporary dance school in Greenwich. And I um, came over to London from China because I was learning about dance science program for my master's degree. And after that, I was interested in kind of the a module called whole dance study and then that was like to apply all the theories into practice and help the dancers to get better performance and after that I thought mm, probably I'm more interested in helping people directly rather than analyzing kind of data a lot so yeah. and Pilates training is just next door so I just kept training and then <laughs> doing the Pilates yeah. yeah yeah and after that just like brought me the whole view about uh, not only helping dancers but also helping like the the public as well kind of quite wide range of like um clients from uh from like could be from child to the elderly senior or like uh working people in the offices a lot got yeah. different problems or people got like um problems for all the kind of injuries back um, knees injuries or kind of um with professional athletes just um, it was so fun so yeah. when when you came over from china was mm. there any pilates classes or was Pilates a thing in China or was it mm. not really reached? Yeah, reached I there? don't think it's that popular during that time yet. Um, so when I was in Beijing Dance Academy in my university, I went to a dance science um, and art science medicine conference and there was a Pilates instructor came over and then she delivered a workshop about Pilates, that was Matt one. And then I enjoyed it and just curious about Pilates but Actually, for the dance science point of view, it was like very important to help like lots of dancers to get better. It was like um, Pilates was like the main course, uh, not the main course, but kind of very good conditioning in lots of dance schools. Yeah. So nowadays, probably it's getting more popular. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I guess people probably associate Pilates uh, less so with China. I imagine yoga is probably a slight more association. Because mm. um, yoga generally stems from Indian heritage. Was there much yoga uptake in China? I think so at the moment, yes. It's um, in China, probably in Shanghai and in uh, Beijing or Shenzhen, probably more popular yes. like that, or Hong Kong like that. So I think um, the thing is about training a Pilates teacher is much harder as well. It kind of takes a long time to do, especially uh, to do mat training, especially a good quality training takes quite a long time. So for example, I trained um, in Trinity Lab in like one and a half years full time after my master's degree and just like in like uh, just involve about like 1400 hours at least just like that. Yeah, involving lots of theory like relating to anatomy, physiology, biomechanics and how to teach as well and under supervision about how to um, 
combining with all the different kind of yeah. the teaching methods. Like now, I imagine that most teachers probably don't go through the same like level of training that you just um, spoke about. You think mm-hmm. that is sort of a problem in terms of people teaching the wrong methods or 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 teaching um, you know just something that is not functionally right I would without say so. understanding yeah yeah i would say so a good quality training is really really important for example like um i trained in trinity laban with my teacher jessica Molina, and then it's under accredited by the pilates foundation which is a really good um like organization for in the uk to provide accredited training courses and then um so my training was like very long full-time and combining lots of like my old history as well, like dance science on and dance training as well, kind of that part. But I would say, um, yeah, that's kind of thing. Need to um, get good quality training first. Yeah. So be able to for the teachers to be able to capable in capable hands to treat with different kind of the clients as well. But depends on depends on the budget and kind of um, the time and also the passion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I totally. To I totally see how to go. That deep (laughs) yeah of course so i know what you guys do is a little bit different than most just sports or fitness courses in general you really take a focus on the individual could you maybe speak a little bit about that and and how you do it yes yes so we have a full equipment studio and then we do highly tailored programs for the clients. We have maximum four people for the group equipment class. We also do teach private like uh, duet sessions. And we have like maximum six people for the math classes because we don't want to people compete with each yeah. other. And that's kind of, um, and we just because different time people, different type of people come in with different background of like history, injury history or like physic kind of uh, abilities or something like that. So when they come in, we don't encourage they compete. We encourage they improve themselves, like compete with them sure. yeah. themselves. So depends on their ability because each equipment got hundreds of exercise on it. So we just highly tailor to see, okay, what this person, we do a posture analysis and like a walking analysis as well and to see what this person needs and then depends on the injury history and what's their aims and goals to do a highly tailored program for them to help them to get a better posture or kind of um, help them to get more, the movement more efficiently, kind of, efficiency, efficacy and ease and to help them to enhance their sports as well. Do you get a lot of men coming in who kind of view Pilates as oh it's just kind of like yoga but a bit different Mm. and then once they actually get training or once they actually understand what it is they understand the benefit almost instantly? I would say we got guys probably about a third kind of uh, in the studio at the moment. That's pretty Depends on different age uh, group because people do get injuries and they found us and just like want to get uh, better relieve the pain and how to prevent the pain in the future how to support their hobbies sports hobbies or other kind of um, like lifestyles yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so when someone comes in um, let's say they came in to do a, a class mm-hmm. Do you use multiple pieces of equipment? Because I know you've got um, towers, you've got reformers, you've mm-hmm. got motor, you've got mat. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your process when someone comes in? Do you get them to try out lots of different things or what do you what do? You do? Mm. Depends on whether they're beginners or intermediate or phys- um, kind of advanced level and also depends on the injury background or like age uh, group. So we just like 
depends all these kind of all what they like kind of um, some people get different reactions about different equipment what they like specific piece of equipment we can probably spend more time on that and if they want to try all of it yeah so we just tailored program changing all the time as well yeah so I would say totally depends on the person <laughs> So you mentioned earlier that um, people go through a posture analysis, and that kind of mm. interested me because I feel like I have pretty poor posture. Very um, poor for me. <laughs> <laughs> what well, have you found that people have typically pretty bad posture? I imagine a lot of people are coming from desk jobs or, or jobs where they sit all day. Mm -hmm. Some of it maybe even related to the way they sleep. Um, and what are some tips that you have um, for someone to like easily or like something really simple they could do throughout the day to sort of fix their posture or sort of take that step um, mm. to correct mm. it? I would say um, for people sitting in front of desk a lot, they will get quite tight shoulders, yeah. the pecs, and then quite tight octopus muscles and then depends Sad. on their posture and probably a little bit kind of the head forward a little yeah. bit tick, and tick, then tick. their pecs <laughs> probably will just like Quite relaxed and glutes are overstretched okay. and probably get tight calves and hamstrings that's normally think about like a paper like a zigzag and you just fold it okay. and you kept um, that for several hours that's yeah, basically during the day and then when you stand wow. up stretching out <laughs> so you need to elongate again that's, that's a good visual that you actually just provided because i never thought about it that way but that's pretty much exactly yeah. it sounds like what both of us mm -hmm. kind of our days look like yeah. so i would say probably a couple of good stretch would be um stretch the calf muscles hamstrings and strengthening the glutes and kind of release the pack tensions and try release the atrophies muscles as well and then train also a lot of abs the core muscles yeah. as well to give you enough support to be able to keep a good posture and train these deep postural like muscles like multifidus or kind of the tva yeah. kind of to get you into a good habit and so you can relax the shoulders more as well do you think it's almost more important to fix or or at least attempt to correct your posture before you get into you know some sort of serious exercise whether it be pilates or yoga or um you know weightlifting or wh whatever do you think having mm -hmm. that posture foundation is 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 important to have or do you think it's something that you can do simultaneously or or neither uh i would say depends on I would say can do simultaneously. It's yeah. all about technique. Whatever you do, yoga or boxing or kind of weightlifting, it's all about the technique. Uh, but the thing is, like, sometimes you may get certain patterns, like uh, somatic, like, neural pathways, like, to hold you, like, the fascia system kind of quite tight, mm. hold you there, and then you need to release first, and then strengthening, yeah. that will be better. Otherwise, you will get tighter and tighter and in recruit the wrong group of the muscles, yes. and then to prevent kind of more efficiency of the movement so um, in some way probably it's if can be done probably better to get a good posture first yeah and then you can find other kind of activities more efficiently be done and more energy saving as well yeah i know from personal experience that i should do a lot more preventative exercise rather than just doing lots of fitness and yeah. different types of classes because, for example, when I do squats, my left glute does all the work and my right glute does absolutely mm. nothing. <laughs> and I know from when doing Pilates, when you do things like um, glute bridges or um, clams, any, any of those kind of exercises, my right hip, my right glute just is Don't in agony. Up. Just in agony instantly <laughs> oh. because 
it's something yeah. I just don't use day to day. Yeah. Which is so poor. Yeah, exactly. That's I do find lots of like the clients have the same issues. Like in our classes got this bilateral differences yeah. and they were trying to compensate as well because Nowadays we have just like, for example, some people are right-handed or left-handed, everything use the phone, everything, yeah. and handbag for females, yeah. like all these kind oh, wow, of things. I've never even thought about that. Yeah, all these kind of things <laughs> come into your body and your body will remember that. So basically, uh, we need to target on that to see the bilateral differences. One of the equipment is quite good called Coraline we use. It's really good, especially for the glutes to target on the bilateral differences for the lower limbs and kind of... Um, we can both like um, to see the differences and also target and training to get that balance as well. Welcome to come one day. Sounds like we could probably use it. <laughs> um, no, that's great. So mm -hmm. I guess what are some, I guess what would you say, what are some misconceptions about Pilates that you think that maybe they're uh, that people don't understand about it or that they overlook it for some reason one or the other whether that be males or females or or both. Mm. I think probably uh, Pilates was invented by Joseph Pilates himself, so he was a guy. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, because like different teachers, the first and second generation teachers like Pilates went to different ways like lots of dancers or film stars or models are doing that um, in the last century and probably nowadays as well and um, just give people an impression that Pilates is more for female but actually it's not, it's just for everybody from children to adults to senior group and then basically for everyone, everyone can benefit from that because um, everyone can get the support of the core and to get the right neural pathway to help their sports or hobbies like that. Yeah. Yeah. How do you train that mind-muscle connection? Mm. I would say that's the repetition in a good technique. Yeah. That's the only in way. A good technique, I guess, yeah. the crucial part. So yeah. that's <laughs> one of the principles in Pilates. You need concentration. You need kind of the mind-body connection. And to get a good technique right first, otherwise your muscle will compensate. The also whole system the will compensate. Charge. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like your left glute. Take and then, my, your right, and then my right groin is painful. <laughs> being overworked. Yeah, 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 sometimes. I'm aware of that, I just can't fix it. <laughs> yeah, we need to see the whole picture yeah. about like mm, what's going on in the body, where are you compensating, and to release the tightness. Maybe some part of the body is short locked, some people, some part of the body is long locked. We need to do eccentric contraction or kind of contraction or asymmetric contraction, all these things. Do you get a lot of people coming in with back pain? And then when you actually kind of do your posture analysis and they've been training for a while, do they realize that it's actually their back just compensating for pretty much every other part of their body? Mm. They need to strengthen other elements to become more uniform. Mm. I would say uh, depends on some people like do got back pain, maybe some kind of like compressing for the back. Mm. Or, as I said, bilateral differences cause if it is muscular, but it's like chicken and egg. Sometimes it's like mm. the posture will give you one day some kind of the injuries, maybe some sports or accident or kind of suddenly you lift something from the boots. Because that posture is there, it's the restriction of the muscular kind of system there and just suddenly get you maybe disc pop or something like disc protrusion. Yeah. And but it's it's a whole body, it's always like a as a make a link. Think about our body like the joints and the bones, muscular skeletal system on your neuromuscular skeletal system. It's like a 
different links. Yeah. So with uh just like different chain, this chain will compensate each other. Just like my top, if I here here is really tight, you can see all the rest part of my clothes yeah. are just coming over this sure. way. Yeah. So some people got headaches, migraines. Maybe it's like the back is so tight, and some people got back pain. Maybe it's the glutes are not strong enough, mm. and maybe the hamstrings is too tight, or like or the Everything left side is, is too tight, or obliques kind of one yeah. side is, or QL too tight or something like that. I feel like it's hard for people to almost understand how how interconnected everything is with your body a lot of times i mean i'm guilty of it too where you know one thing hurts and i don't really like even think about how it might be affecting what the rest uh. of my body is um so again that was another good visualization <laughs> yeah exactly i think the whole picture is very important we do this kind of uh, somatic patterning kind of uh, style of pilates as well so basically it's like one influence each other we need to see the whole picture rather like localized we need to see the whole body what's the connections up and down like upper body so if you when leg. you're doing your posture analysis can you literally look at someone standing in their natural position yeah and be like that looks slightly off, that's slightly off, exactly. you need to work on that. Yeah. Is, it, is it that obvious? Yeah, so sometimes sometimes depends on the person. Sometimes we do this static posture analysis. We'll ask people to stand there and just look around and to either ask their like natural posture or like ideal posture is what it is like. Or sometimes we do like dynamic posture analysis, like ask people to walk or even kind of uh, do a roll down and I think for me I like those and but also I quite like to see through the movement so for example we put people like on like a person on a reformer and they ask to do several things or ask uh, to go on this car line and to do a couple of things everything will show up yeah. kind of what's going on yeah. for their body yeah yeah I've done that on a reformer bed when you have one foot on the static bit one foot on the the bed that moves yeah and when you do the the slow moving yeah the, mm -hmm. one side i can do it great <laughs> the other side i'm just like well like you're shaking <laughs> yeah did he do more on that weaker side <laughs> yeah well i should do this <laughs> so i you mentioned earlier that a lot of people sort of have this um idea that pilates is just for women um but you actually have one third of your class um, are, are men, and, and that's more than I think probably the average Pilates, cla Pilates mm -hmm. class. Um, mm -hmm. So how do we sort of break that stigma going forward of, uh, you know, it being a female-dominated class, at least in the minds of people? I think for guys, maybe psychologically, they think they're quite fit and they're yeah. quite kind of doing kind of lots of sports. And always they're ending up like a circle. Okay, doing the sport using the wrong neural pathways and got injured okay and when they got injured they maybe see a physio or maybe they're not because they think mm, i can bear it because like psychologically they feel like strong and then they kind of feel like mm, once it's nearly ready i'm going back to the spots again and then going back but actually it's not fully recovered or without the link kind of the of the post rehabilitation work and they don't get a foundation and they will get injured again yeah. or maybe trigger some other else injuries as well so I think to bring this awareness is very important it's an education process to help people to think about um, to need to be uh, just more aware about their body and because we only have one body our life and it's a little bit like the car isn't it yeah. kind of uh, once you use it very badly the car you can replace things but probably body is more 
difficult, isn't it? <laughs> Certain parts. So <laughs> probably always preventing injury is always more important than the rehabilitation work. Yeah. yeah. So prevent in the first place is more important, as Alex said. Just yeah, you do more kind of in case. <laughs> so after this quick message from our sponsors, uh, we will have the rapid fire question portion of the podcast. Hey everyone, Steph here, co-founder of Gay Sweat and sponsor of The Sweatcast. Gay Sweat wants to make discovering sports simple, so we've created a sports marketplace that allows users to easily discover and book sports and fitness near them. No more scrolling through Google, trying to find your local facilities. Gay Sweat lets you search for exactly what you want, where and when you want it. From silent disco boot camps to candlelit yoga and even Quidditch, we've got it all. For 20% off all Ghost Sweat activities, enter the discount code SWEATCAST at checkout. Happy sweating! Okay, everybody, welcome back. Um, so now we're going to bounce some questions off of you. So first question is, what is your favorite pre-Pilates meal? So what Pre-Pilates meal? Yeah, or post, whatever you prefer. Uh... Personally, I quite like avocado okay. and uh, maybe some like uh, nut bars to okay. get me going and uh, maybe some fruit before as well. Yeah. Okay, great. And then uh, after, do you do anything? Uh, do you have any specific meal or? Uh... Uh, after the training, I would like to have some proteins like meat and salads okay, or kind right. of vegetables to get me kind of balanced diet. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So what is uh, the first thing that you do in the morning and the last thing that you do before you go to sleep at night? Check emails. Oh. <laughs> that's so true. That's so true. I bet you that's what everyone actually does, but they say they do something much more <laughs> different. Okay, that's great. And then last question. So when you're not in the Pilates studio, um, what do you do at your free time? Do you have any other like side passions or hobbies that you like to explore? Mm, I quite like to take a walk along the river near our studio, like along uh, near Fulham, Fulham Ridge, just um, in Hammersmith. So I quite like running along the river to get some fresh air yeah. Yeah, as well. Good combination between the indoor and outdoor. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's great. So that about wraps it up for today. Uh, Make sure we just want to thank you for coming on, and we know that you have a couple exciting things that you want to talk about um, in regards to your studio, so I will let you take it away. Thank you. So basically, at the moment, we're running an offer. For the first induction class we are running about group class is like £9.50, and for Go Sweat listeners and members, we are providing exclusively kind of offer for you, and for um, the first block no matter 5 10 or 20 we are having 20% off so when you contact us just say you are go sweat members okay great and then uh, if people want to reach out to you or contact you, uh, where can they find you online? And I know you are, are located in Fulham, mm -hmm. correct? Yes, we're in, based in Fulham Reach, eight minutes walk from Hammersmith Tube Station okay. and nearby the river. And uh, you can Google it or just phone us or email us to book your first class in. Okay, great. Um, well, again, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, we really enjoyed having you, okay? Thank you very much for having me. Thanks very thank much. You.